0: Oklahoma State adds lucky number 17 to this recruiting class, getting our quarterback of the future because our quarterback of the now is already on campus. The battle is going to be great because a former quarterback at Oklahoma State is about to show them how it's done in the NFL.
1: You are Locked On Oklahoma
0: State, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, y'all, and hello, all. Welcome back to Lockdown Oklahoma State, your daily stop for all things Cowboy and Cowgirl related. My name is Cody Stovall, and I want to thank you kindly for stopping by to make this your first listen. You know, we're available on all of your podcasting platforms, visually as well on YouTube. Find me personally on Twitter at all Day O State. Yes, we did get to add the quarterback of the future, which was a little bit of a cause for concern earlier, but I was hearing everything was fine. He was just waiting. A little bit. Well, we did finally get that in after we already put together the show earlier, which is fine because it also gives us the opportunity to highlight some of the guys that are going to be helping our QB of the future, future in six foot four, 195 pound Juniper Sierra product, Milake Smith. Guys, this is the quarterback that we honed in on a long time ago. Just like we talk about the wide receiver position getting Trey Griffiths and then not really having a need to pursue an exorbitant amount of wide receivers after that because we knew we had the guy. Well, Lockie Smith is that guy, a quarterback for the future. And when I say the quarterback of the now is already on campus, you guys already know. I think the quarterback for 2024 is Garrett Rangel. I think the competition in 2025 between Garrett Rangel, Zan Flores, and Melake Smith is worth the watch. And this is precisely what you want. You want good quarterbacks. Guys, Oklahoma State for a long time didn't get a lot of heralded quarterbacks. Really, the highest-rated quarterback we've had in a long time is Mason Rudolph. Thankfully, he's getting set as a Pittsburgh Steeler to get another opportunity to kind of prove his mettle in the metal steel-making industry that surrounds the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steeler way has kind of gotten loose, but the cowboy culture has gotten tighter. Adding this lucky number 17, which happens to be Leon Johnson's number. My guy. I think this is perfect because it it does again, emphasize that we're not just looking to fill holes all the time in the transfer portal. We are still very much about the development and evaluation of, of what we can do in a year or two with some of these guys. Now, also, I do think that some of these guys are good enough to compete for the two deep right here, right now. So as we got to go out west to get Mayolake Smith, the quarterback of the future, we also need to talk about the guys that are going to be with him. This is a kind of defensive oriented, pretty defensive heavy laden class. That's the beauty of this class, but at the same time, the benefit of adding somebody like anuku Mafi, if you go back and look at, at his stuff. Guys, this is an offensive lineman that Mike Gundy even mentioned. We know that he's going to be able to add a decent amount, especially with the body-by-glass system. He's been loyal and true for quite some time, even though he's had a lot of pursuers. But when you put on his film, he is dirty, ugly, nasty as an offensive lineman. He loves to eat pancakes, and he loves to sprinkle the syrup on top of it. This offensive line group that we're bringing in is pretty daggone impressive. And I think that when you're, you're able to go out west, this is a good sign for Oklahoma State recruiting. And those two dudes right there, and Maylock A. Smith and Mafi, they add a little bit of a different layer for what we're going to potentially be in the future. And then staying in the same vein, we did talk a little bit earlier about Chauncey Johnson. But Chauncey Johnson has that wrestling background. Chauncey Johnson's right now 6'5", almost 300. But he's another guy that we firmly believe in the next couple of years. His body's going to look entirely different. And we did have to fend off Mizzou. And if you haven't been paying attention, somehow, someway, all right, in this new NIL era market, Mizzou has actually been able to uh, pull in a, a lot of dudes, but the background that he already brings to the fold—the wrestling type of of thing—that we definitely one hundred percent look for. He's kind of the embodiment of what we want, and then you got to take into consideration that Caleb Hackleman is that that the guy, right, that can compete immediately. My nickname for Caleb Hackelman's probably got to be Domination Station. Like, dude, at, at 6'6", 280, he's going to get probably, he's probably going to get, uh, I'd say, another 20 pounds heavier. But again, he's hailing from that Texarkana, Texas area. He is, he's got a head on his shoulders Head and shoulders above most people in the maturity department. He's got a phenomenal family, which makes him the ideal fit for Oklahoma State. Chauncey Johnson and Caleb Hackleman and Nuku Mafi to go along with Mayalake Smith. And then from the running back position, again, we talked about that Thunder-Lightning package, the Lightning side of it being Rodney Fields. sure He's five, nine, a buck 90. But what's Jalen Warren? Pretty similar. What's Justice Hill? Pretty similar. And if you look at the NFL pedigree at this very moment with those exact names, he fits that mold. And then we did already highlight, um, you know, the, the power guy, the Thunder part of the Thunder and Lightning package, and Jaden Allen Hendricks, the 6'2", 230-pound running back that Gundy said likely is going to be able to get up to 240, 245 and still hit that 4'5 range. That is a monster. just envision if this kid – is able to go through the body-by-glass system, and it does precisely what we know it can do, you're going to be able to go from the best running back in college football, the Doke Walker Award, a tried and true top five coming into the season, Heisman dude that walked in. And one of my favorite stories about Ollie Gordon was when he reported early, originally there was coaches that thought he was a linebacker. Jaden Allen Hendricks is going to walk in being the same exact way. So for us to be able to go from the thunder package of Ollie Gordon to another thunder package right after Jaden Allen Hendricks, and you cannot tell me that Coach Wozniak getting the running back coach of the year in one of the publications because he earned it and deserved it, and having the Duke Walker Award and a Heisman type of dude, that had to do so much for his decision-making process, because coming from South Carolina, it's not easy. Like, like Mike Gundy said numerous times, you're going to have homesickness. There's going to be times where it's not fun, and it's not easy, and you don't like it. But I think another big part of this class to me is is the character and the foundation that this class brings together. I mean, we've had several conversations for a couple months now, right? Even when people were concerned about Lane and Cleveland potentially leaving. And we knew that that was not going to happen. Because that group from that Dallas area, they have a stupid, stupid good relationship. They've had one for quite some time. There has not been anybody in that group. You're talking from Gunnar Wilson to Jonathan uh, Agumdu to... Obviously, Landon Cleveland to David Cabongo to, to Armstrong Notum to, to Merrick Johnson. All of these dudes are very, very, very close. And then you take into consideration we got the legacy stuff of the Danian Fields flipping from TCU to come with his cousin Rodney Fields running back we just talked about. I mean, I don't want to get too far off of that male Lock, Gay, Smith and the offensive line and, and the running back vein. This backfield. That we have recruited to come to Oklahoma State. I don't give 13 hoots what the number is. Numerically, do we need to be better? Yes. I do think winning the Big 12 titles as opposed to making them is going to go a long way. But we all know that the way that we're able to develop and the way we're able to grab guys in the transfer market, we're going to get that return specialist from Indiana. I can feel it in my loins. So some of the apprehension we currently have a wide receiver. It's okay. We've got the young cats that we believe in, like Cameron Hurd, like Jalen Pope, like Mason Gilkey, and then we got Trey Griffiths, which is the guy. Now we got the quarterback and Mayalake Smith. He is the guy. And we haven't had a run of these dudes. Almost never. We've never. Garrett Rangel was a four-star guy that got to compete in Elite Eleven. Saint Flores was a three-four star guy that got to compete in Elite 11. And Mayo Smith has broken a bunch of Tom Brady's records at Juniper Sierra High School. He's broken other records at the same high school. We haven't had a run of four-star, four-star, four-star type of, wide of, of, of quarterbacks. But we have that, thanks to guys like, well, Brandon Whedon, two-star, but he did a, a, a considerable amount. Zach Robinson was a big get and he's killing it in the NFL as a coach. Then you got Mason Rudolph. Then you got guys that have been, you know, hardcore bad mamma like Clint Shelf and J.W. Walsh, but they weren't quite where this quarterback level is. I don't think people fully understand how squared away we are at the quarterback position, and this just hammers it home. Thanks to guys like Mason. And now these these dudes get to watch what's done at the NFL level. Speaking of, we did mention the running back. Mason's a South Carolina guy, Mason Rudolph. So you can't say that a a guy can't come from South Carolina, fall in love with Stillwater, and never leave, which I believe Jaden Allen Hendricks very well could do. Hey, Mason. Mason. You're going to be the guy for the Steelers this weekend and, and likely moving forward for the remainder of the season if you do your on thing. Bring him to the game. He's a cowboy. Bring Jaden Allen Hendricks to the game. Give him some love because Mason Rudolph is that good of a dude. Cannot wait to see this go down. This is, this is great stuff for Mason. Very excited for him. If you would like to go catch Mason Rudolph in action, as you probably should, You got to make sure you can get there first, correct? And eBay Motors is the tried and true source that you know you're always going to need to keep your ride and die rig, rocking and rolling all the time. Guys, with over 122 million parts to choose from, whether it be LED lighting kits or exhausts or side skirts to make the, the car look a little fancier, it doesn't matter what you're into. eBay Motors has you covered. Driving style, burn rubber real, real fast instead of real, real cash. They've got all the prices you want. And it's so easy to turn your car into the Ollie Gordon-level MVP, the Nick Martin-level MVP, and bring home that W. Keep your ride-or-die vehicle alive with ebaymotors.com. Go to ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit. Available for U.S. customers only. So now Mason Rudolph gets the guy gets gets to guide the Steelers. And this is wonderful because we talked about uh, what a couple months ago that the Kenny Pickett stuff is just too good to be true. Unfortunately, it wouldn't have mattered what Mason did. And there were some people that have thrown a lot of shade at Mason Rudolph over his time as a Steeler that were at point in points in time this year thing that Mason should have been starting even Kenny Pickett's last couple games there was a decent amount of people talking about Mason Rudolph this is the same Mason Rudolph that Steelers fans wanted ran out of town on the on the rails I was so pumped when they drafted Mason Rudolph and James Washington Now, obviously the James Washington thing didn't exactly work out but I also don't think he got a fair shake to some degree as well because unfortunately Big Ben Roethlisberger always had to be bumping his gums. He didn't like Mason Rudolph from the get-go. He was very vocal and open about it. James Washington is an Oklahoma State product that came with Mason Rudolph. So, of course, he's going to back his dude. So, anytime James Washington would do something wrong, guess who was always publicly, nationally throwing him under the bus? I do feel like Big Ben Roethlisberger went out of his way to condemn James Washington a little bit more than he would have if James Washington wasn't a Cowboy because of Mason Rudolph. I do think that that Ben Roethlisberger was so butt hurt that they could have potentially even been looking for a replacement that he made life for Mason Rudolph not easy. And there's a decent amount of Steelers Nation that love ben, Big, Big Ben so much that they were going to side with Big Ben. So they automatically didn't like Mason Rudolph either, and they didn't want Rudolph as a guy. So a lot of those people have come around just because, as we've discussed, he is better than Mitch Trubisky. And that seemed pretty evident in the offseason. That seemed very evident the last few games. By the way, they lost all all three of them. And then you've got players like George Pickens, who decides not to block for the, our other Cowboy, Jalen Warren, on the two-yard line, three-yard line, and then comes up with some bull, honky, prima donna stuff about how he didn't want to get hurt. That's how you get hurt as a wide receiver. You get rolled up on. Like, dude, if you have no love for the game and no love for the team, you probably shouldn't be out there. But he's talented, so so we'll see. Now, here's another thing I'm excited about. Matt Canada, the offensive coordinator, is gone. The coordinator before Matt Canada was pretty terrible, too. They're in a situation now where, why not? You have to win the next three games. Mason Rudolph was always great at the deep ball. That's what he did at Oklahoma State very well. I mean, he was a great quarterback, of course. But at Oklahoma State, he could chuck that thing. Into no man's land and let people like Tyron Johnson and James Washington and Marcel Aitman run under. You're gonna tell me that Deontay Johnson and George Pickens, even though Pickens is acting like a big old China doll. So if you're George Pickens, at least put something on film. If you think you're that that hot sauce. You think you're a first-round style of dude. Ain't nobody going to give a first-round pick for you right now unless you start doing some crazy stuff. You might be lucky to get a second-round pick for you. So put on this play. Let Mason Rudolph sling the rock. Let him have some fun because you're going for broke. The Steelers have nothing to lose. Let the offense flow. Let it ride. Let the backfield of Oklahoma State's Mason Rudolph and Oklahoma State's Jalen Warren guide you to some Ws. If you win three in a row in the season and some other teams you know, you drop, drop the ball here and there, you've got a shot. And how amazing would it be for Mason Rudolph and Jalen Warren to help lead the this, this Steelers kind of out of this precarious position to a playoff spot? They've got like a 2% chance, 2 to 3% chance. To make the playoffs. But they're going to hand the ball to number two. And he's going to hand the ball to number three, zero. And that cowboy backfield is going to get her done. So we talk about these four-star level quarterbacks. Mason Rudolph. Garrett Rangel. Zane Flores. And now, Maylock Smith. Plus those guys. Domination station himself, Caleb Hackleman.
1: The Punisher down in the
0: unders. Nuku Kumafi. I think Chauncey Johnson has a very bright future. An Oklahoma State Cowboy uniform. Rodney Fields, that perfect lightning package that will run you over still yet. Jaden Allen Hendricks. Can we just close our eyes and imagine a six foot three, two hundred and forty five pound running back? runs a 4-5. Oh, wait. What, uh, there's one in the NFL right now. He plays for the Titans. What's his name? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That Henry guy, right? Ollie Gordon, to me, is very reminiscent of a B. John Robinson, right? A uh, Tostin with a little bit more speed and a next-level NFL right here, right now, level jump cut. The acceleration off of the jump cut is what separates Ollie Gordon from everybody else in college football. People are talking about the number of the class. And, yes, being in the 50s is not good. But when you take into consideration that we're going to return like 85% of this roster, I know it's a a decent amount of six-year guys, but what that does do is it gives some of these young dudes a little bit more time to develop, to be immersed an entire year, 18 months, in the Rob Glass system and the cowboy culture, And watching us run it back in Arlington with Garrett Rangel.
1: I don't don't care if Alan
0: Bowman does come back or not. But I think this is Garrett Rangel's team. I think the battle in 2025 is going to be fun. I think Maylock A. Smith Smith should factor into this. And now they get to watch another four-star Cowboy.
1: Take the NFL, field, in a must-win, dire straight situation. He needs
0: to deliver. This is Mason Rudolph's opportunity. He had a couple chances, and when you look at it, he wasn't bad, right? 16 touchdowns, couple th- over a couple thousand yards, five and four record. It's not like he's been bad. I do think that the negative stigma of Ben Roethlisberger attaching the fact that he doesn't like him, and he doesn't think he can be a guy or the guy in Pittsburgh, and then the Miles Garrett situation, right? Him getting hit in the top of his head with his own helmet—that's what Mason Rudolph's known for. The Ben Roethlisberger crap, the Miles Garrett crap, and then being pushed. Down the roster, even when a decent amount of people this year were saying Mason's probably better than Mitch Trubisky. Hell, at times Mason might be a better option than Kenny Pickett. But Kenny Pickett's the local from Pitt, Pittsburgh guy, Pittsburgh Steeler. It's just too good to be true, right, guys? It would be the same thing, all right. Is if Quinn Ewers takes Texas to a national title. And then Quinn Ewers is, you know, first round pick for the Dallas Cowboys after Dak Prescott retires. Everybody and their mom is gonna want Quinn Ewers to be the guy because the storyline just writes itself. That's Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett's pretty good. I think Kenny Pickett is a little bit better than Mason Rudolph. But Bench Mitchell Trubisky, Trubitsky, he was never better than Mason Rudolph.
1: So now he gets to prove it.
0: This is his opportunity. And now, this fifty fifth, 57th ranked class, it's not good. But when you take into consideration all that we do have coming back, most of our defense is sophomores, right? So it's not like we're having a lot of guys that are going to be leaving after 2024 either. We're going to have to obviously rebuild the offensive line because all six of them that are coming back now will be out of eligibility. But we've got some dudes like Jack and Dean, which is, to me, very reminiscent of a Caleb Ackelman. I'm not very concerned about this number. It does need to improve. But winning in Arlington is part of that recipe. Oklahoma State should be recruiting in the 25-30 range 24-7. Like, are we a massive destination that's going to put us in the top 10 in recruiting? No. But when you're one of the 10 winningest programs in football
1: over the last dozen years,
0: you just need to get over that mountaintop. And I do think that this class will be part of holding trophies which is why I don't really particularly care about the numerical value associated with this class. Guys, we're not going to get the benefit of these guys getting extra ranked because they're coming to Oklahoma State, but they've been loyal and true. The only real defection we had, I mean, Will Smith really early on, but the only real defection was Samisi Tonga, but that's okay because Nuku Mafia is a dude. And got to give another shout out. You know I love, love, love me some Benny Tonga. Guys, I need to try to get uh, get some Benny action going on here because that guy is savant. I mean, so is Todd Bradford. Our whole recruiting transfer market department is actually one of the best in the country. Definitely top in the Big 12. Development, we've got that. It does need to get better, but this class will hold trophies. Point
1: blank period.
0: Next year, it's ours. It is our championship to lose. Us in Utah. I mean, Arizona's going to be pretty good. You can't really ever doubt out K-State. Texas Tech is holding up the Big 12 in recruiting. But they've got to put it on the field. I do like to tie it in they just got. John Carlos Miller. Y'all have already heard me say I, I all year before the season started I think Baron Morton is the best backup in the Big 12. Better than uh, my my main man who I think should be the guy next season, Gary Rangel. <laughs> and so Tech's got a lot uh, going for him. But This class stayed together. Most of this class is super, super close, have been for quite some time. They do a lot of stuff outside of just football and football preparation. I don't have a lot of concerns. The character, the accountability, the toughness, the discipline that this class is bringing in tells me the number's fine. Next year, needs to be a little bit different next year recruiting class does need to be a little bit better because we cannot be so reliant on these fifth six-year covid style extra year guys like our entire offensive line basically this is the last 2024 is the last year of that extra super super senior group
1: so the development has
0: to be a little bit bigger And that happens to be a specialty of ours at Oklahoma State. So, so happy that we got to add lucky number 17 to this group. Speaking of number 17, speaking of the Steelers, what is their deal with wide receivers? They just can't seem to keep them happy in Pittsburgh. They need to go after Leon Johnson. I'm just going to call it now. Mason, he needs to go out, stand up, deliver, win three in a row. Prove Steeler Country wrong that he should be the guy competing with Kenny Pickett for next season. That Mitch Trubisky is gone. And bring in Leon Johnson. Leon Johnson, the third, is is, I think, definitely gonna have an opportunity to make some NFL magic happen. He's definitely good enough. And and I think that he's gonna have a pretty cool bowl game. So Maybe uh, that Leon Johnson, the third luck, going to rub off here. Getting lucky, number 17. And our quarterback of the future, future, Maylock A. Smith. What a great day. This was actually a very, very good signing day. Again, I know people are going to talk about, well, look at Oklahoma State. Number 11 in the Big 12, number 55 in the country in recruiting. That's not going to get me where. We were number 11 in the Big 12 last year, too. Hovering in the same range. Not good. Needs to be fixed. But I think that remedy is actually winning the titles. Bringing home the trophies. If we are known as a team that can win them instead of a team that can just always get to them, I do think that we do get our recruiting numbers in the range that they should be from here on out. But yeah, everybody in Cowboy Nation should be happy. Men's basketball, got another W. Women's basketball, cruise to another w this is a, it's a good time to be a cowboy and to be a cowgirl i really love this class give a daggone damn about the number screw the number this time because it's about fit it's about fit development and are they going to continue to be here i think most of these guys will i think they they, they showed that through staying committed this long all righty y'all As always, you know I love you. God bless. Go Pokes. Thank you for tuning in to make this your first listen. You could be anywhere. So happy you choose to be here. What a great day to be a Cowboy. Like it. Share.
1: Comment. Subscribe. Later, Taters.